everybody, and welcome to Every Week in a Movie. Uh, my name is Ben Harris. I'm Taylor Becker. And I'm joined by the one and only Taylor Becker. Um, this week, we watched the good old film called You Were Never Really Here, um, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Judith Roberts is in it, directed by Lynn Ramsey, written by Lynn Ramsey, and based on the book by Jonathan Ames. Uh, basically, just a film of... Uh, I don't even know what this film was about, quite honestly. Yeah, it was uh, it was a whirlwind adventure. I'll give you that. Yeah, really, just fun ad- adventure. Very fun. Take your family. Uh, great film for the whole <laughs> for the whole family. Great uh, way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, beautiful Sunday with afternoon. your with your kids and your grandparents. Just a wholesome family film. Uh, it's actually a musical. A lot of original songs in it. Um, Joaquin Phoenix has a beautiful voice. Do not underestimate it. Yeah, hit tracks featuring uh, "Hit That Guy in the Head with a Hammer" and uh, "Underage Prostitutes," just really bangers on the track. Those are my favorites as yep. well. Yes. Um, but no, this movie was uh one of the most probably the most uncomfortable movie I've seen this year so far. Yeah, there's a lot of textures in this movie. Like, uh, there's a scene where he's like cleaning up the water off the ground, and his feet are like right in the camera, and you can see that they're kind of like soggy, and they've been in the water for too long. <laughs> he's like kind of pruning up. There's a lot of like textures like that in the movie that made me like very uncomfortable when I was sitting in the theater. Um, it just I don't know. It was, it was, and I don't want to say it was a bad movie because I actually enjoyed the movie, but not a very fun watch. I'll give it that. Are you doing laundry? Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I heard it. Um, yeah, this uh, this film made me very uncomfy, uh, but I'd say it was well done. It won uh, Best Actor and Best Screenplay at uh, Cannes Film Festival. Um, so, I mean, it's well-deserved of a lot of praise and also a lot of critique. Um, I've, you know, listening to other... And reading other reviews, there was a lot of a lot of talk of like this movie like tried to be way too deep compared to like what it was, and I kind of understood that criticism. Like, there were points where it was like just so vague and like weird flashbacks that I was like, "What is? Just tell me what is happening." Um, yeah, the whole none of the flashbacks made any sense. Yeah, I kind of understood like the last like the I I understood one of them, but I think. I think it's one of those films that I have to go and watch a few times to fully understand like his backstory. But at the same time, it's like, are, as an audience, are we really meant to understand this character's backstory other than just through like little vivid flashbacks that he has and trying to, I think part of the, what I found interesting about this film was trying just the entire process of trying to piece together like, who is this guy? What is he doing? Where is he from? Um, it leaves a lot of questions unanswered and i I think it was almost like intentional to just confuse an audience and overall just make them really like invested in trying to figure out what's happening. I think this is Joaquin Phoenix doing his best Ron Swanson impersonation. (laughs) His character was like incredible. Probably, I don't know, most Joaquin Phoenix movies I've seen, I haven't seen a lot. I've seen Gladiator, he's in that one. I saw Signs and I saw Her. And those are really the only three prominent ones that I can think of off the top of my head. But in those three, he plays just kind of these like little like wimpy guys. Um, but this one, he's like scary. He's like a scary old man. He was a weird character. And so coming from someone who mumbles through their entire life, I can understand other people that mumble to a certain degree. But <laughs> oh my God, this movie, I wish there were subtitles. I couldn't understand 90% of the dialogue. 
especially the one, the main scene, one of the main scenes when he's on the ground with this this wounded FBI agent, or I think that's what he is, right? An FBI agent. Yeah. Um, like a corrupt one or something, and they're talking to each other. I'm like, I don't know what these two are saying to each other. They're just like mumbling, and then they start singing, and then they start holding hands. And I'm like, why are they holding hands? And then I don't know what pill he gave him. It's never really like, is he giving him roofies? Is that what he picked up? I don't understand what these pills were. Why he's holding hands? Why he's singing? I don't. I just did not understand. No, I kind of definitely understand uh, where you're coming from on that. Especially, I think that was the most like unintelligible, most confusing scene for me because I was like, what is happening? But I think after thinking about it, and that that scene stuck with me for a bit. And I think part of it is like why he was singing with him and why he was so nice to him was the fact that like Joaquin Phoenix's character, Joe, is kind of the hitman-ish and goes on jobs because a boss wants them to. And I think that this guy that killed his mom or whatever, spoiler alert, lots of spoilers, uh, this guy that killed his mom in the movie was probably just a hitman on a job taking orders for some other guy. So I think that's what they were trying to get at was the fact that Joe, this main character understands like the pain of being a hitman and just having to do these things and maybe even feeling a little bad about having to do these things to these people. It just didn't make sense to me. I, don't know. <laughs> I went home and I read like the, I went and read the synopsis. So I could be like, Oh, okay. Looking back on it, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, it's probably not all on the movie. I'm not going to put all the blame on it. I don't watch a lot of indie, like this is kind of like indie film, kind of like artsy. Like, yeah. it's, it's a short, quick hitting movie. There's never mm-hmm. a second where you can just, there's never a happy moment in this movie, really, where you're just sitting there in a, in, in good, in good times. And there's just a lot of weird tension in almost every scene. Um, the flashbacks are uncomfortable. The, I mean, the first scene of the movie is a super uncomfortably close of him suffocating himself in a plastic bag. Um, you can just see you can just, the textures and it's in his, I keep using that word, but that's just, I, I feel like I could feel this movie through the screen. Um, but just that first scene kind of gives you a glimpse into what you're going to watch and what you're going to watch is a weird fucking movie. And that's, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, yeah definitely something that I it's kind of stuck with me. Like it kind of effed with me a wee little bit. I was like, Oh my gosh, what, what, what did I just watch? What was this? And I had to go to work after. Yeah. Just, yeah. You did. <laughs> just had to sulk in this odd, uncomfy, like you try to explain. I was like, Oh, I just saw this weird movie. Like, Oh, what's it about? I'm like, well, uh, I don't, I mean, it's about this guy and he's a hitman and he saves little girls, but then he saves one little girl. And then like these cops come in, but they're like bad cops. And then they're trying to kill him, but he's too strong because he's like a former Navy SEAL, former FBI agent, and he's like a badass. Um, but then he gets like shot in the mouth, I think. And then that scene where he like takes out, is it his tooth? Yeah, or I think like he pulls out his tooth. Pulls out a tooth from his mouth and it's just so close and just pouring. I thought he's going to pull all of his teeth out. <laughs> all of them? And then be a long sequence. Just all the scenes where he's like, you know, he drops the knife on the ground to make it miss his foot over and over. And he's like, has the mouth, the knife dangling in his throat. And just all these times you think he's just going to like kill himself. And it's just, it's such an uncomfortable movie. That's basically how I would describe it. It's yeah. uncomfortable to watch. 
And I think that was like intentional. I think it's supposed to be just this like kind of film. They're really just kind of, you know, this guy's life sucks and what he does sucks and the people that he kills sucks. Um, And I really, I think my favorite scene in the movie and kind of like the peak of the like, uh, I don't know, the peak of the film for me was when his like he's burying his uh mother's mama or not burying he's sinking his mom to the bottom of the ocean or the lake water grave yeah water grave it up um and like just like the metaphorical visual of like watching this little girl also sink into the water which isn't actually there side note there are plenty of times where things in this movie like seem to be happening but they were just like metaphors or something and Illusions. you'd you'd yeah. you'd be like, wow, that's crazy. Why is that happening? You're like, oh, that's just uh, visions of a crazy man. But I think that scene and like he pulls all the rocks out of his suit and goes back up. And it was probably the only moment where I was like, yeah, this guy, yeah. It's I'm also Aquaman. <laughs> I was also just waving my hands back and forth very enthusiastically there, just so you get the visual stimulation of my excitement towards that scene. But but really, there were a few scenes of this movie where I was like, yeah, what a badass. But most of the time, I was just like feeling sorry for this guy. No, it was my, my favorite scene. Uh, it's, there's actually a lot of scenes, and it's a pretty cinematically beautiful movie, and there's a lot of really interesting shots. Um, the most interesting thing is when I think he goes to the um, sign up burlesque. Uh, I don't know, what, what do you call um like a brothel yeah it's a brothel like a little kid brothel is what he's going to um and you only see the scene through the security cameras and it's so interesting you just hear like this music and it keeps like uh the music keeps skipping kind of back and forth when it goes from security camera security camera and you just see him you don't really ever see him like lay down the hammer you kind of see the aftermath you see this guy on the ground like dead and you see him like walking by and he's so calm and it's kind of creepy how calm he is all the time He's never like running around. He's never like for. He means forceful as hell, but he's just kind of soaking through the house, checking all the floors, kicking everyone's ass. Um, and like he goes in the room, that guy's fucking little girl, and he beats the shit out of him. And you just, it's kind of calm. It's got this weird calmness, and you don't really hear like the. You just you have this calm music, and you have security cameras. Um, and they do a very similar thing when he goes to the governor's house. You yeah, kind of you you see him walking around. You don't see him you know fight anybody but you you know the camera pans past these bodies on the ground and the gate open and he's walking through it um that the governor's the whole governor part is kind of it's very interesting i don't really know what was going on with the little house and the governor's like playing with it um maybe that's kind of like this whole control thing he likes to control everything and like these little people and that's why he's into little girls and um, she fights back and slices him in the neck, and that's a pretty nice gory shot of him just on the ground with his throat open. Um, and and then he goes and finds a little girl, and then they just kind of go on through life. I don't know what the next point is in this universe of this show or this movie. Um, I don't really know where they could even go. Yeah, who knows? Because at, at that point, they're probably being like hunted down by the by the FBI or whatever. But I think one thing that you brought up, like the lack of action, like you, you never really see, uh, 
Joe, like, you know, beat somebody down. Like, rarely you see, like, you know, actual gore, actual action. Well, you see a lot of gore, but you don't necessarily see, like, oh, yeah, get him. Um, and that's interesting to me because it definitely changes the tone of the film a little bit to where this isn't, like, John Wick. This isn't a fun action movie where you're watching Joaquin Phoenix beat the crap out of people. It's just, like, kind of, like, sad and kind of like, oh, yep, he's, he's killing them. Um, but it doesn't really have any like intense action music and there isn't a lot of like cool choreography. It's just like, yep, he's beating a guy in with a hammer and it's just kind of, kind of gross, kind of not fun. It's, it's more realistic too. It's not like some fight movies, like uh, taken movies, they all take eight bullets and they're still on their hand. They're still on their feet, you know, kicking each other's ass with nine bolt holes in them. This guy, no one fights back because he surprises them, hits him on the head with a hammer three times, and the fights. It's not a fight, really. It's just him coming up and, you know, settling his business. And there's like a scene earlier where someone hits him in the neck after he leaves like the hotel, or hits him in the back of the head. I don't know what that was all about. Like a homeless guy trying to mug him or something. I don't know what that was. Um, but he just turns around and makes pretty quick work of him and walks the other way and just keeps moving. Yeah. So it's like interesting because it's yeah, it's not an action movie. It's not like da 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 da. And there's you know, all these, it's so fast, you can't see what's happening, all these blurred action shots, and it's like, all these sound effects, it's no, just, there's no noise, you just hear him walk up, smash the dude over the head with the hammer, turns out when you hit someone in the head with a hammer, and you're huge, like Joaquin is in this movie, he's a massive man, um, you can kind of take care of him pretty quick. Yeah, I think, yeah, just like not using action to entertain, but to just kind of, you know, as a purpose of like, yep, he's, He's beating him up real good, I guess. One scene that I really want to talk talk about is the last scene when he like kills himself and blows his head off, like at the very end. Yeah. Um, and definitely is a scene that is shocking because you're like, wow, did that actually? I mean, the entire movie were presented with these illusions where you don't. A lot of the times, you can kind of know like, oh, he's just seeing things, or oh, this is just a visual representation that the director is using. Um, but that's probably the only moment where I was like, oh my God, did he just, did he just blow his head off in the middle of this restaurant? I totally thought he did. And then eventually you like realize that like, you know, it's just some sort of metaphor, but there are a lot of scenes in this movie that were very shocking in that same way. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye, Craig. Um... A lot of, yeah, a lot of scenes that were just like, oh, my gosh, you know. Like the motel worker, or the hotel worker, or whatever, just like opening the door and you see him. and Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. And then like head. the the scene, which I thought was very artistically well done, where you're seeing the angle of like the mirror on the ceiling. Um, oh, yeah. And he's like beating the crap out of the guy. Um, just what a it wild. It was really weird when he got up right there. It was like messing with my head to see someone like stand up upside down because he yeah. looked like he was like sliding on the ground all over the place. A lot of very interesting uh, visuals. I'd say it was a very cinematic visual film um, that I think I took a lot away from in that aspect. It was just an artsy film. I think that's like kind of the whole point, and that's why because it's been hard because I think we've been seeing a lot of like commercial big commercial movies lately, like Marvel and. Um, I mean, a lot of Marvel movies lately, and then you go to this, which is more of a, you know, artsy, you know, up to your interpretation for different moments, mm-hmm. um, which is, I mean, it's 
commercialism is basically let me spoon feed you all this information and let me show you these blurry action sequences with these amazing soundtracks. Um, and then artsy is kind of the opposite. It's like you interpret what you see. You're going to see a lot of things. You're going to see these pretty unique shots that have, you know, you're putting a lot of thought into what goes into each shot. Um, and, you know, they're more beautiful, but they're also, you know, they're pretty simplistic. And if with a story like this one, I thought was kind of, it wasn't a great story in my mind. It's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And at times, I don't think it's told well. Um, but that's just, I mean, I think that's more on me not having a lot of experience with these movies. So I have a lot of experience with uh, mumbling, buffooning actors <laughs> not speaking English. And, you know, I was having a hard time understanding that. Yeah, I think, and I think that's why a movie like this wins a ton of awards, but doesn't necessarily draw a huge audience and doesn't make a lot of money because it really isn't that entertaining of a film. It's just kind of uncomfortable and sometimes, sometimes honestly a little like boring. It's like, uh, I'm glad that this movie was only a 90 minute runtime because while I was on the edge of my seat, a lot of time there were definitely some scenes that um, I felt like they could have kind of gotten on with it already, but I also feel like that sort of mood to give an audience is intentional. Um, but I, I think that's why a movie like this doesn't isn't a big blockbuster, doesn't draw a huge audience, is because it doesn't spoon-feed you the information. It really isn't that fun of a movie. It really isn't that entertaining. But it has a deeper sense of meaning that I think draws... Uh, uh, you know, like the Academy. I mean, I imagine it'll get nominated for some awards. Um, and I'd already won Best Actor, Best Screenplay. I could see this role of Joaquin Phoenix winning an Oscar, um, just because I think like it's such a different and interesting character for him to play compared to his usual characters that I've seen. Um, so I think. Uh, you never really hear. It's just another example of a very artsy, stylized film um, that won't really make a lot of money, but seems to be more meaningful and definitely stuck with me more than you know seeing Infinity War last week did. It's weird because uh, Joaquin Phoenix has another movie coming out, I think next month or in July. Mm -hmm. um, we saw a trailer for it. The Don't worry, you won't get too far on foot, or won't get far on foot. Yeah. One that had the too long of a title, um, but that looks like it's going to be another kind of artsy, rated R. You know, he just doesn't do very fun, happy movies. <laughs> no, they're always just kind of weird. And he's did you have you ever seen his interview on uh, Letterman like ten years ago? No, it is the you should go well, go watch it after this. It's the weirdest interview of all time. He's so like uncomfortable. He looks like he's on some some drugs um it looks it's just weird it's a weird interview anyway i think this film was painful to watch at times but also very beautiful and uh interesting and definitely has a lot of uh intrinsic uh is that the word intrinsic meaning intrinsic value <laughs> i i think that it is not i wouldn't be like wow this is a good film i think I think it's well done. I think it's well executed. I think I think at the same time, um, it's not for everybody, and it really isn't going to draw a much larger audience other than those who like the you know art house, uh, film, you know critique 
style of people. Which, yeah, <laughs> I think your point's big. It's not for everybody. Uh, not for me. I mean, I'm glad I saw it. It's always fun to go see a movie, no matter what it is. Um, and this is, it's an interesting one. I'll give it that. A lot of interesting things. Um, but, yeah. I, I mean, I would recommend seeing it if you have some free time. And if you have a movie pass, we're sponsored by movie pass. Use code. No, we're not. We're not sponsored by movie pass. Stop telling them no, that. We're not. But one day. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it was. It was just. It was a movie. I'll give it that. It was definitely <laughs> a movie. I've seen. I've seen worse, and I've seen better. I'd say this film was. I'd give it. Four out of five stars. Oh. That's pretty good. I get like a six and a half. It was so really? uncomfortable. I don't want to be uncomfortable in the movie theater. Yeah, I think I think that's just coming from different perspectives of like, make me feel sad, make me want to die in a movie. That's <laughs> ten out of ten. If it makes me feel like death, that's kind of the it's kind of what I go for. I don't look to have fun. I just like to be, look to feel uncomfortable and feel bad about myself. That's my. It's an interesting barometer. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think that does it for us here at Every Week in a Movie. Um, you can find us on iTunes, on our website. Um, we're really getting back into the written reviews. That's kind of a thing that's been lacking over the past few months just due to how uh, busy everyone is with college and work and all that sort of stuff. So that'll be get going soon. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, The Works. And we'll see you next week. Bye.